Mexican Podcast. <laughs> the whole thing. We got we gotta listen to the whole thing. Because we're fucking going live. We're doing this live. Fuck it. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Is it really? Okay. Like your Zoom video the other day. Or like your, your live Instagram. Dude, I know. I was like, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast brought to you by the wonderful people from Grasshopper Chula Vista. Now open also in the Imperial Valley. Storefront opening soon. Until then. Order online. GS Buds. Get it done. Today, welcome back. The first time, I don't even remember the first time you came, came in. It was like, we were out there. It was like, this, this office was upside down. Like, Hurricane Katrina came through and just like blew everything on the floor. And then a Mexico City earthquake or something came through it. <laughs> and now, todo en orden, todo más calmado, todo en paz. It was completely different. <sighs> yeah. Joanne and Eddie of the world famous <laughs> Machete. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? It's been a long time since I've actually had you in here. I mean, we, we're neighbors. Salucita, salucita. Cheers, cheers. Which we sipping on? That looks like the Keller. Yep. Nice, fresh. You might have had the first pours today. Yo con whiskey porque estoy a dieta. No, pues sí. The COVID-19 COVID got me. The, the, the weight, not the, not the actual virus. That's a dangerous one. Welcome back. Acércate esa madre en los cication, bro. Come on. No, 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 no. No le sacas la lengua. No le sacas la lengua, bro. I don't know what you were trying to do. All right. Machete in the house. What has been going on since the last three years we had you on the podcast? Well, shit. Right? A lot. Damn, Primeramente, felicidades. <laughs> felicidades on both being parents. That's thank you. It's a blessing. <laughs> we can call it a blessing. <laughs> I, I, right? It's definitely a new adventure, you know. Yeah. And felicidades. Uh, happy International Women's Day. Thank you. That all lined up perfectly. Having you yeah. in here at this time. Yeah. It, uh, the older I've gotten, the more I've uh, learned to appreciate the important women in my life. Yeah, you know, you they, they've 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 been there all my life. <laughs> they've, they're actually they're, but my wife, my sister, my sister, my mom, and my abuelita. They're the ones that have always kind of like been in my corner, pushing me, pushing me to be better, pushing me to do good. I'm an idiot. Sure. I work on it. <laughs> Felicidades a ustedes, señorita. Gracias. Thank you. Machete. Eddie, Eddie right now is like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. No, what? That was today? No. That was today, bro? <laughs> no, yeah, no. ¿Compraste rositas o algo? She's, she's got something. She'll get it. El vato, el cheto mañoso. No se te ha quitado lo mañoso, bro. She won't get it later. She gonna get it at home, bro. <laughs> Machete has now been in operation for six beautiful years six yeah. years i remember stumbling into your establishment before you guys opened you know we were bright-eyed bushy-tailed didn't know what we were getting into you guys were just head down hustling grinding getting things put together cinder blocks here cinder blocks there yeah. moviendo barriles para acá getting uh murals painted on your wall Little sixtals. and now six <laughs> years later look at you guys killing it killing it uh a legit um como se dice role model for everybody else who has opened to our, us, to to as well. I talked to Ben, the Pinchy, um, happy days la semana pasada. También dijo, oh, yeah, with, without people like Machete. And, and I'm like, yeah, man. I mean, you guys, one, created South Bay Uprising. Two, live it every day. Yeah. And three, like, you guys, I don't know if you were the first, but you were definitely like one or two, you know, of opening here in the South Bay and absolutely been killing it. Yeah. What do you attribute all that to? Hard work. <laughs> no, I mean, don't laugh. It's Crying. legit. Yeah, it's true. Constant. I think it's it's partially that, but part of it is just like luck. I mean, 
we were lucky to have done this at a time when there wasn't anything like Correct. I said, and everybody was open to it. Everybody was ready for it and wanting it. So I think our timing was just our, our biggest like blessing. So if you did, if you were about to set up an open machete right now, the initial one right now, machete 1.0, 2021 in March, would this be a good venture in your opinion? Would this be a good move to make in this time structure of how it stands? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I don't think many businesses right now would make it, but the kind of business model and, and, and just what you guys bring with, with your brand, what, what you guys like present, it's very transparent. It's very um, FUBU, like for us, by us. Like you guys did it yeah. for your community and, and that's it. You know, and then I think that works. I feel like the longer you've been in this industry, Eddie, for a long time, bro. I mean, tell me a little bit about that. You've been there since Stone Days. Uh, she worked, Joanne worked at Stone. Where did you do? I worked for a distributor. A distributor, yeah, perdón. Uh, I, si. did, I did tours for brewery tours in San Diego. So both of you combined have been in this industry for a long time. What has changed? Like, what do you guys feel has changed from when you started and, and were, you know, excited, like, Super verdes como sandía, bro. Like super excited. Like, oh my God, I'm in the beer industry. This is the best to where we are now. Damn, a lot has changed. I feel like a lot has changed and a lot has stayed the same. Yeah. You know, um, I think in terms of things that have changed, people, there's more people that are drinking the beers that we've been drinking, yep. which is awesome. Um, before me, there's many people. I mean, I got introduced into the craft beer game a little bit later too. Like, I would say 2008, 2009, somewhere around there. Like no, before that. Six, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, sorry, I'm tripping right now. But yeah, um, and now you just see lots of fresh faces. You're, you know, checking IDs at the bar. Sometimes I'm like, holy shit. Es que estamos rucones también. Yeah, I think that's we old. We're old. Yeah. <laughs> We're old. I'm 41, and I know I'm older than you guys. And I know I'm older than you as well. But Eddie, no, no. ¿Cuántos años tienes, Yoko? 37. No, you chivate. Look at little spring shaking down. You know what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> 36. A lot. You look like it. Oh, Ooh, Dia de las Mujeres. Out of you, bro. <laughs> I see you climbing out of that hole, bro. <laughs> Poco poquito, pero ahí vas. Keep trying. Keep a lot has changed. You know, I, I feel like you're right. Like, uh, I don't know if I would open a brewery today. I think this kind of model, it, it works what we're doing. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're not a big footprint, but it works, but something like, like what you guys did and, and to an extent what we've done and to an extent, like what other people on the block and in the South Bay, it works. It, it obviously, I mean, we made it through a whole pandemic. Holy shit. How was that? How did you guys navigate through the pandemic and try not to use the word pivot? No Manchester. <laughs> pivot this, so pivot that. Um, Man, I remember almost a year ago. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. I mean, we had we closed our doors. Our last day of service was March 16th. March 16th. Everybody, a Monday. Yeah, yep. yeah it was a Monday. And I remember asking Eddie, are we going to make it? And he goes, it depends how long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. we legit had that conversation. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. yeah, like. You fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Yeah. And these are conversations that you need ahead of a business owner. You 100%. Know? I'm like, are we going to make it? And he's like, I think so. I think we're okay. And sure enough, we're. You know, a year later, Gussie, a year later, you know, and here we are and things aren't slowing down, which is nice. That's always a good thing. Yeah. I think on the, on the opposite, things are picking up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's those businesses that died, mm-hmm. survived mm-hmm. or thrived, you know? And I feel like in our, our industry, 
the die and the survive was huge. Like a lot of, a lot of, the, a lot of the businesses that I, I looked up to were like helped us, you know, they, they died. It was hard for them to sustain, you know, the model didn't work. Yeah. A lot of them survived, you know, obviously you thrive. Obviously biz- I want to say the business in the South that we, we, we kind of like, we grabbed this situation <laughs> and we, we just kind of said, no, 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 no. It's not going to, you're not going to deter us from, from the goal and what we've established. I don't want to, I want to say it's, it, it's our upbringing. I want to say it's just our mentality. I don't want to say other people don't have that fighting spirit and they're, oh, I'm going to grab myself by the bootstrap. No, I just feel like <laughs> failure is not an option. You know, we put everything we have into this and we're going to make sure we, we do it within guideline and, and kill it. And you guys absolutely did. Yeah. And, you know, it might be. You know, the South Bay is still pretty young into the scene. I mean, we opened our doors a little bit over six years ago. Um, and as you mentioned earlier, like we, there was almost nothing, you know, there's nothing down here in the South Bay. So the fact that we are a little bit younger in the, in the scene as a, as a community, as a whole, um, we were often overlooked and, mm. you know, we made a presence with, you know, we made our presence known everybody in the South Bay. Um, so I think that's definitely helped us. We're still we're still babies when you think of us. In the oh yeah, in the like, scheme of in the year, yeah, world. in the timeline of things yeah. is like we're still in the infant stage. Yeah, and I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I think it's what's working for us um, a lot of the time. And like you mentioned, like uh, fail failure was not an option. It isn't. You're like how how are we going? Déjate de que hay que vamos a hacer es no. ¿Cómo vamos a pasar este evento? Like how are we gonna? All right. It's not, we're not unique to this shit. Mm-hmm. This is happening to everybody. Mm-hmm. What can we do to, to establish one, our presence and two, not let this take control of our narrative. Like you, you guys are in control of the narrative, the story of your business. You know, we are as well. Everybody down here is everybody who runs a business in control of how you handle and how you dictate the path of your business. You know, I know what we had to do. What exactly did you guys have to do? Did you alter certain things? Did you enhance certain things? <laughs> I know it, it created a new business venture that we'll get into, but is that something that was birthed through the, the pandemic too? To a certain extent, yeah. Um, we did have to make significant changes. I mean, we had to move our whole operation outdoors. Basically, we, we didn't have much Hard outdoor space. I mean, I feel like everybody had opened a restaurant. Basically. Shit. And before that, we had to sell beer to go. I mean, as painfully as it was. You know what though? I feel like that connected the dots. It wasn't a lucrative stage during the pandemic, but just selling product to go, como que, yeah, los conectó. It got us from one week to the next. All right, nobody's profiting, but guess what? The lights are on, the bills are paid. We're making sure that all of these invoices are getting covered, you know? That's all it was initially. It was yeah. surviving. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't and, die. And Survive. it was staying on people's radar. Yeah. You know? Like- and that's hard to do. That so because we were like, hey, we are doing a growler fill special today, or a mix six packs for whatever damn steal we were giving them away for Cassie. <laughs> it was like, yeah. oh, you know, I we're mean, going yeah, to machete first, today, yeah, you know. So we we stayed on people's radar, we stayed in people's mouths, essentially, you know, talking. So I think that really helped with the to go beer sales. It wasn't like you said; it was just about keeping the lights on. Paying the two staff members we had on staff. Not losing. At that point, <laughs> yeah. it's about not losing. Yep. You know, and you, and you you talked about it earlier when you said the community. You guys have it etched out your slice of the pizza pie in, yeah. in your community, you know? Mm-hmm. Thick and thin, we support you. Whatever you guys do, whatever you guys put out, we're there. Yeah. You know, and, and it, fuck, you guys are my... 
and I don't want to talk shit, but you know, like when it, I, I don't like going north to drink beer, you know, and that's why we opened this down here. You know, I, I would find myself like at Pinchi Toronado or like uh, the one that burned down Hamilton's, you know, like I, and they were good for what they were at that time. But as soon as that mar- that uh, that model was brought to the south, I was like, "Fuck! It. I got no business going to South Park. I have zero business going to North Park. I have an even less zero business going up to North County, East County, anywhere." So yeah. it's like, at, for you guys and for us, it was kind of like do or die. We put our flag down and said, "The South Bay, mm-hmm. untapped resource, where we're from, all in with it." And yeah. that model has worked. Yeah, and I mean, our our customers have become family. Mm-hmm. You know, and they are, when they say loyal to the soil, they are loyal. So they're going to, you know, through thick and thin, they're like, we got your back. We got your back. Good. Like, Thank you. Like, you know how hard it is you. to develop that? <laughs> yeah. that, that? That's not easy. I mean, gaining people's respect, confidence, and trust, all of that loyalty, mm-hmm. that shit ain't easy. Yeah. There's major brands, major corporations that hire like freaking graduates, marketing degrees and everything just to kind of like tap into that. Absolutely. And here you guys are doing it just because that's all you know. Yeah. You know, that's like, that's what we do. We know our community. Again, we've been members of the community. So it's like, let's just run with that. It's easy when you ain't faking it. Yeah. It's easy when it's easy when you're not trying to like, I got to do this in order to do that. I have to make it look like this in order to make it look like that. When you're just doing it and you're transparent and just like, this is what we would normally do. Yep. This is what is going to happen. This is, is how we run. I hate you saying the term, but it's like organically. You know, it's yeah. like you don't force it. And like tengo un compa que siempre digo, don't force a square peg in a round hole, bro. Yeah. That shit ain't gonna work. Sure. <laughs> it wouldn't work. At least in the South Bay. I've seen it work in other places because we're 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 we have an eye. We're trained to kind of look at something and be like, this don't fit. <laughs> like something's sticking out here. This is like an orange bill and a green hat. I don't think this fits in this community. What's really going on? Sure. You know? So we, we know how to like sniff out like a pretend or a faker. And you know what? If you look up and down like <laughs> the areas in our South Bay, you can tell who's who's making it and who's not and when, what their approach is. You hear it. You definitely hear it. <laughs> so that birthed the coffee shop. Que onda con machete coffee, bro? Tell me about that. I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah. It's um, good. yeah. It's actually really good. <laughs> it's I'm pretty just, good. <laughs> I'm not just saying that because it's our spot. It's damn good. <laughs> Yeah, so coffee, like, we're really into coffee. So Who isn't? Who? What parent and business owner isn't into coffee? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> if you're not, get into it. <laughs> yeah. So it was something we had talked about for a long time, especially me. I had always told Joanne, all right, eventually, like, we're going to open a coffee shop. And I, I looked at a few spots, like, over the past Not just a coffee shop. Years. Eddie wanted to open up a roastery. <laughs> Dale gas, champ. Eventually. Yeah. Why not? Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you guys get your coffee currently? Cafe Moto. Yeah, I was going to say there's like a handful of roasters that like really do what they need to do. Cafe Moto is the one. Yeah. yeah. And Modern Times for like specialty okay, okay. Mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. bourbon barrel aged beans. Hey, stuff. Yeah. And we'll be expanding that program a little bit, but um, down south. With- what can I expect if I, when I go in there? Uh, consistently amazing drinks. Nice. Like that's what it comes down to. You know, that's been our, our main focus with the coffee shop. We're like, we don't want to go to the coffee shop and be like, Oh, so-and-so is making the coffee today. Nah, you know, or it's not going to be good today or whatever. So, um, we currently have about three members on staff on crew right now. And, um, they, two of them come with a lot, a lot of experience of background. Yeah. Any crossovers, any machete employees that are working currently with right yeah, 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 yeah. Josh. Keep it all in the family. <laughs> yep, Josh, Josh. Actually, who's been instrumental. In yeah. Uh-huh. 
100%. And getting this off the ground for sure. Yeah. He uh, comes with a ton of background and his passion is definitely, he has a love for coffee, just like he has a love for beer, but yeah. he started off in the coffee game. So so he's got more experience and he knows about that. So yeah. yeah. Sure. And then, well, it was easy to pick Afemoto for our main coffee beans, just because that's, it's a staple. Like we love going there. Yeah. That whole consistency. Thing, yeah. We're like, that's what Barrio Logan always, yeah. it's always putting out a banger product. I Absolutely. mean, it's not something, I mean, like you said, you it speak volumes consistency. If, if, if I go to a Carl's Jr. or a McDonald's here in Chula Vista and then you find me in, in Vegas or the Bay and I want a hamburger and I go to McDonald's and I need to have that same quality and consistency that I'm going to be having in San Diego that I'm going to be having in other spots sure or other thing. places, you know, because that's what brings people in. Anybody can make coffee. Yeah. Can anybody make consistently quality coffee, you know, yeah. and deliver that service every time? What's the go to drink? Is there like a, a token drink that you guys are putting out right now? We're working on it. <laughs> We're working on it. Um, it's not a hundred percent in the in the papers yet, um, but it will be. And I mean, I, I don't mind saying that. Do you mind saying it? No. I mean, it's going to be a purple drink. Purple drink, <laughs> estilo <Okay>. Celines. <laughs> yeah, that my, you know, machete purple. Somehow or another, when we started um, the branding for machete, our graphic designer. Pick purple and it worked. Yeah, and you it, just snuck that in. Where we're yeah, like, we're like, where the fuck did like, a purple machete come from? Purple? Okay, cool. How long did it take for it to actually like grow on you? It not that long. It's like, like I was gonna say that's a legit okay, cool. We're it's a legit that. brand. Yeah. So you know our purple machete. So we kind of just always run with the color purple for as mm-hmm. much as we can. Tables um, or chairs, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So um, we'll be putting out like a machete latte, which is basically mm. a purple latte. What time? From what time and when to when can we find you guys and where? Machete beer house. Two three two five island. Yeah. Um, it's a little humble coffee cart inside of Machete. So a business in a business. Um, Meta bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and right now we're we're doing just soft. Uh, our soft opening. So six to this 12 week, this week, six to 12 Monday moving Friday. forward. What do you guys, what is the ultimate goal moving forward? Probably six to two. Okay. As long as you know, it's supported by the community. Are you trying to bridge the gap? I guess essentially from opening the coffee shop and then kind of like, Oh, we're closing the coffee shop, but don't go nowhere yeah. because we're open now at the beer house. Yeah. Nice. Essentially. So there'll be, you know, Pandulce todo el pelo or what do you got? Not yet. Eventually. Nice. We don't have any, any food product um, from the coffee shop right now, but we're hoping to pick something up. So yeah. Like I do everything here, like on third Avenue, like to fucking a fault, you know? So I don't go to like a Starbucks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good though. No, nah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's I, I know who, I know who works at the grindhouse, mm-hmm. you know, I know who operates the grindhouse. I see them on the regular, you know, yeah. the kids and I, we walk over there. They make us a hot chocolate for the boys. Wifey gets her chai latte, whatever. Like we know them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I go to Chula Visabri. I know who's serving the beer. I know where the beers come from. They were just here, you know, not, not sure. Yeah. They were, they were just here. We're drinking a little bit of whiskey and just shooting the shit, you know, sharing little secrets on how would we do this? How do we do that? It's like, these are the people I see on the daily. These are the people, oh, I respect and I trust. So why would I go wait in a 10 line, 10 car line drive through to go get a, like a $7 coffee that I can't even pronounce and shit. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You're going into that market yeah. knowing full well that it's probably an uphill battle. But again, it all comes back to the, the the actual slice of that pie that you guys have already created, where it's one brand awareness and community loyalty. Yeah. And I mean, 
go figure, you know, are machete beer drinkers or are machete coffee drinkers. <laughs> so we're one hey. in the we're, we're one in the same. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I liked coffee before I liked beer. Mm-hmm. Then I liked beer more than I liked coffee. Then I liked coffee, beer, Yeah, you know, and then I'm more back to just liking coffee and less beer. So, I mean, for me, it's always been a cycle. I feel like, you know, okay, like I said, we've been in this industry for a minute. We've been fans of it for a longer time. We've been beer drinkers since we were little esquinkles <laughs> just by design, you know? Um, so now it's like, I, no puedo con las chelas. I, 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 I see a beer and Kevin's like, oh, I made this and I'm like, cool, let me get a taste. Cool. And, and that'll probably be the last beer I have of that until we try a new one. You know, I just want to taste it for consistency and make sure it's all good. Yeah. Like, I don't like coming in and, and just getting a beer and drinking a beer and be like, mm, you know, unless I'm going out on a date with wifey or we're sure. doing something like, okay, we're having a beer, but coffee, I have that shit every day, sometimes yeah. twice a day. Sometimes it is my lifeline. You know, That's I get up early, I go to work. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how has it been for yeah. you guys? You know, a newborn, the pandemic, maintaining the business, sustaining, making sure it doesn't close. Having the foresight to open a new business within the business and then having another business on Third Avenue that's, you know, right around the corner uh, timeline wise and literally fear from the brewery. Like, how has it been? Like, I, I know how it has been for us, but not every family is the same. How have you guys been able to juggle and, and, and thrive through all of this chaos this last year? Mientras que se miran a los ojitos. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because it's been hard. Yes. It's a hundred hard, a hundred percent hard. I'm like, damn, Eddie, I can't do this right now. Like, sorry. Like I got to feed the baby or I got to do laundry or, you know, cause I'm still on maternity leave from teaching. So I'm like, throw I, another fucking yeah, wrench in the situation. Teaching. So, Big wrench. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just, I'm like, a teacher now. So I, 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 I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> My la wifey really? dude, she's a fucking teacher. I come in from work and I see her face. She's just like, yeah. I'm like, God damn. All right, I'll go outside again. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I think. Um, I mean, just recently, we're like, I told Eddie, I was like, I don't know how much longer. I do all the marketing, mm-hmm. like essentially like the events and stuff like that, like the branding stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't know how much longer I can do this for. And he's like, Well, we will probably hire somebody to run the, you know, the coffee shop. Cool. So it's definitely just. Um, maxing out your like capacity and then figuring with out insanity. what works. Yeah. I mean, we have a, within your sanity, not with insanity. insanity. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, exactly. I mean, we have, we're all given a glass, mm-hmm. you know, and that glass can only hold so much product inside of it. And that's where I think it gets hard. Like as, as an adult, you know, as, as in responsibilities and priorities, it's like, we got to fucking find out what am I putting in my cup? Because yeah. I'm putting this in my cup, I got to take a little something else in my cup if this is going to replace that, you know? And obviously, family. Yeah. You know, you have a beautiful growing family. Mm-hmm. We're Mexican, so that means our families, I don't want to say mean more, but our family is everything. You know, like our families are everything. And I don't want to speak for another culture in this, but I know my culture and in my culture and in my family and in my circle, it's everything, yeah. you know, to a fault. Like I, I rely on my parents. I, I talk to my abuelita. I'm fortunate enough to still have my abuelita. Both of my parents, both of my swagger are still together. Like we have a nice family structure where everybody's still there. So I know they take up a lot of my cup, you know, and then you get the, 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 the kids and then you get your businesses and then there's work and then there's extracurricular. It's like soon I'm like, God damn, my cup, my cup is overflowing every day. I got to make sure yeah. I take a step back. A hundred percent. Like once that baby goes to bed, we're still grinding. Like somehow we're like, okay. Oh, you mean you so, just don't lay down and then that's yeah, a wrap? You no. Know, watch TV, <laughs> for a little bit. No, you just keep going, you know, yeah. but I know that that's one thing that's really important for us is Benito, our, our little boy. Like 
we, for the most part, always put him down together in terms of like bedtime and stuff so that he has that consistency like, too. that consistency uh, that he knows mom and dad, you know, we're, we're both there. So we try, even if like Eddie has to dip out from working to come back home so that we can put him to bed or whatnot. So, but I mean, the one thing that you, I look up to you guys is you've developed a, a hierarchy within your business, you know, one, I know everybody that works there before we went into pandemic, you know, like it was, we don't go anywhere, but wifey and I would be like, as I kid, mom's taking care of the kids. Let's just go have a quick drink. You know, let's get some food, have a quick drink. I said, we won't go far. So we all, all roads usually ended up at Machete, sure. you know, we'll go to Machete, have a quick beer and then that's a wrap. Yeah. You know, one thing I look up to in your business structure is that creating an environment where my wife wants to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the motherfucker doesn't want to go anywhere, Joanna. <laughs> she don't want to go anywhere. I got to twist her arm and be like, come on, we'll do this, we'll do that. I'll go to Machete. I say, all right, cool, perfect. Boom, and then we go get a drink and then we go home. Because for me, it's like, if I can get wifey to go there, that means I can go there. Sure, <laughs> she, and she doesn't want to leave the South Bay. Yeah. We don't want to leave the South Bay. There's certain days that we don't go like past the 54 or... What is it? East of the, the, the 125. We're in a little box all week long. Yeah. We work here. We live here. We, 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 we raise a family here, you know, and you guys are older now and you, and you have, you have Benito and you have your businesses and you can live the same way. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we still like to get out of the South Bay as much as yeah. we love the South Bay. Chale. We still love we'll edit this out. <laughs> I'm like, we still like to go uh, out to other places. <laughs> And well, that's important for you guys as a business owner that, that uh, you know, like you bring in the other breweries, you know, you bring in other other styles to the community that normally wouldn't. It, it really is. I mean, R&D is R&D. <laughs> but yeah, you guys actually bring beers in that nobody's heard of. Yeah. Breweries is nobody ever heard of. Yeah. And you make them. Real. Yeah. So you get a pass. You have to leave the thank South you, Bay. You. you have to leave the South Bay. <laughs> but you didn't leave too far because now Third Avenue is coming to knock in. Yeah. What's cracking on Third Avenue? I know your daddy goes. Much. I know. <laughs> At the moment, it's unfortunately it's slowed down. I mean, the pandemic that really put a wrench, I think, in everyone's plans yeah. to build anything. Um, but we we're looking at. Don't say a timeline. You don't no, no. Hey, yeah. Let me no, let like, me no, stop you right there, Playboy. Time. I'm not gonna. No digas cuando, canico. Don't even like, give a roundabout figure. No, no, no nothing. No, <laughs> I, I was gonna say that because um, them motherfuckers are gonna be knocking on that window. You, I heard Eddie say. I heard Eddie say in May that it's gonna be open. What's going on? No, no, no. I, I wouldn't. I've already made that mistake. We, hey, honestly, bro, we all have. Yeah, we all have on Third yeah. Avenue. I think we all have a first time like. Wide-eyed owner, business owners. So I get away. I'm gonna open in February of 2021. It's gonna be on. Fucking here we are. Three years later, you're gonna be like, uh oh. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's it's been a minute already. We've been almost two years in the building, almost. So what is the game plan there? Okay. So the plan is. It's still there. No. <laughs> it hasn't it. left. <laughs> um. So it's gonna be kind of a spinoff of Machete, I guess you could say, like like a like a brother cousin sibling kind of deal. Um, we're still going to have beer, of course, love beer and love craft beer, obviously, but we are going to put more of a, an emphasis on spirits, mm. especially Mexican spirits. I have a Mexican spirit in here. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, right. I know. I got <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to have full liquor. Hey, wait, primeramente felicidades, bro. Ain't nobody getting fucking liquor licenses right now, man. <laughs> no one's getting a liquor license. And so for you guys to, one, procure that license, you know, be fortunate enough to get that license. And two, 
find an awesome area to throw that license to work in. Yeah. Bro, the bars on this block are like 100 years old, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Shit. The Manhattan, 65 years old. The Elwood, I think it's older. I think we've been there since like... Fuck, 1930s, 1940s, bro. That's an old-ass license. Manhattan is an old-ass license. Docks is an old-ass license. Uh, what comes to my uh, silver, silver dollar? dollar. Old-ass license. So what I'm trying to say is that there's no new licenses coming. Right. Like, and, and for you guys to just grab that fucking license and throw it on Third Avenue, I mean, that's going to be a killer, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm, You know it wasn't meant for Third Avenue, though, right? Hey, hey most things in life. <laughs> hey, most things in life. I mean, yeah. I know you guys were really, really looking at City Heights and making yeah. it pop over there. Yeah. But I mean. But we're happy with Third Avenue. No, y aparte de eso, esa pinche licencia. Yeah. Like, that is uh, that is gold. Yeah. You know, they don't make a lot of those. I don't know. You went through the process. What is the process of procuring uh, a liquor license in, in California? Um, well, there's basically two ways. One, you can just buy one, like an existing one, yeah. one that shut down. The easy way. The easy yeah. way. Yeah. Which expensive. is also the more expensive way. <laughs> really? Fuck. Damn. Or you can go through the lottery. Basically, they call it the lottery system. This lottery system is fucked, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know about it. Let it. Tell us all about it. Um, well, you have to pay the government um, 14000 or is it, is it up to sixteen? I don't know. I think it went up to sixteen this year, or last year. When I looked at, yeah, it was it's 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 gone up. Yeah. You know, if incomes are going down, but the lottery to get involved it keeps going up. Yeah. yeah, so you have to give them that mm -hmm. just to partake in the. Put your name in the hat. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's a whole lot of names in that hat. Yeah, mm -hmm. so they'll pick. For the last three years, it's been twenty five, twenty five that they choose a year out of like hundred and fifty. I don't know how many applicants. More than one hundred and fifty. Yeah, bro. All of well, California this year. Yeah, all of California is in this lottery, and they pick twenty to twenty-five applicants that they'll grant the license to. Yeah, yep. I'm comfortable in saying that there's upwards twenty-five thousand applicants that throw their name in that hat. Think of how big California is. Think of how many cities there are. Think of the populations in each city in the state of California. There is a lot of people that want to apply. The shitty part is. Like you said, you throw your $16,000 in the hat, win or lose, you're only getting a portion of that back. Yeah. The state is going to take what, like, I, I believe when I looked, it was, we paid $10,000 for the application and 1000 stayed with them. Mm -hmm. So they keep 10% right off the top. That was their skim. And you get $9,000 back and a sad face because they didn't choose you. You know, <laughs> so I was like, damn, I just paid $1,000 for you to tell me no. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's how it works. Now, they're like, we got you. Yeah. But then you got them. You know, so that that's what I say. It's like, I don't know anybody that's ever wanted that thing. So I'm like, oh, I'll look at it and be like, oh, is it worth throwing in? I'm like, nah, I'm not going to fucking throw that money. I don't know. I don't know anybody that wins that thing. Now I do. <laughs> now, now, now I do. Yeah. So they give you what? Uh, a time period from the time that they, they allow you this license right. to yeah. find a spot. Three months to find a spot. <laughs> How did that go? Um, well, we're kind of an interesting case because that's when I had my stroke. So uh, that... Three months went out the window. Felicidades, Playboy. <laughs> you came back like a champ, dog. Thank you. You came back like a stud. I think it was a way for you to weasel out of doing jujitsu because I remember I was up your ass about, hey, bro, vamos, let's go start training jujitsu. Ah, sorry, I had a stroke. Can't do shit. Fuck you, <laughs> motherfucker. That's a, that's a very extensive way of saying you can't do jujitsu. <laughs> but felicidades, man. I feel like since that happened, I feel like 
nothing but beautiful things have happened to you guys. You know, your business has blossomed. You expanded your family into a beautiful, bigger family now. You know, now your businesses, you guys are planting more seeds. And, and so, I mean, sometimes like I live by that motto, like from shit grows flowers. You know, we, we all we all get wrenches thrown in our situation. We can't get too comfortable because that's when I feel like complacency is, is, is the enemy of progress. You just kind of like let shit die. And uh, bro, you got that thrown at you, at both of you, at your whole family and your whole circle. That could that could derail something or you can take it and say, take it to the next level. Fortunately, you guys took it to the next level, you know, and, and, and here you are. You got that license to shop around. I know you, you had a boner to take it to City Heights, man. Yeah. Because I remember you, you were like, oh, we're going to go to City Heights, bro. And I got this spot and I got to do this. Y nunca se hizo. Yeah. 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 The spot and that's actually when the stroke happened. Like after we had spot and we were ready to go with it. It's a lot of stress, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I can't say that it was necessarily the stress of that one thing. Shit, it's not going to make it easier. Yeah. So Eddie doesn't stress. I don't know if you know that. Eddie stresses. We no, all no, no, stress. No, no, okay, no. now. Okay, listen. I, mean, I think Eddie stresses now. Antes, I'd keep be like, no, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. I'm like, what the hell? And then he ended up having a stroke. And I'm like, oh, so you're telling me you're not stressing? Mm. Right? So it's like. El Eddie's un pato. El Eddie's un pato. He's a duck. <laughs> People just see my homie floating around the little lake and then they, this is a fucking duck. He's just eating bread. He ain't going to hurt nobody. Everything's good. You know, good news, bad news. My little duck just keeps on going. Yeah. But if but you look then, under the water, then, if you yeah. look under the water, what's that duck doing? That motherfucking duck is paddling like crazy so it doesn't sink. Yeah. That duck is paddling like crazy so his little ducklings behind him are following. Mm-hmm. Just because we don't show, I suffer from the same shit. Yeah. Like people's like, whoa. Why are you so chill? I'm like, bro, it is what it is. I mean, if you think I'm chill, okay, cool. But wifey can attest. I think that Eddie and I come from the same cloth. It, it does any nobody any good to show people stress. Owns are blowing up. You know what I mean? Like if if, if somebody is watching you stress, it's not gonna do anything. It, it brings no positivity. I mean, one, you're already stressed. I don't give a shit what you say or how positive you are. Everybody stresses. No, absolutely. everybody has dramas. Eddie, so if- <laughs> sorry, let me rephrase that. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I just put it on silent because shit keeps blowing up. Um, Eddie does a really good job of hiding it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's it's a hard Whereas worker. Like, he's, he's, I'm like, nah. <laughs> Se poquito. I have a little bit here. Uh, All for you. All for you. <laughs> Speaking of stress. <laughs> Speaking of stress, <laughs> let me drink this. Man, Bottle. so do it. It's not even a lot in there. It's all yours. Get the way see it. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that things didn't go that way in City Heights. Because I'm, I'm, I'm selfish. I'm greedy. Yeah. I, want, I want the South Bay to thrive. I want Third Avenue to, to continue to grow. And what better people to have down here than people who have that mentality of like for the community, by the community, grow the community. Yeah. Because when you guys come down here, you're bringing new people on the block. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that um, in, in, in their line of business or in, in, in their line of work, it's like, oh, no, man, I can't have more of the same industry in my in my neighborhood. It's going to drive down sales. It's going to do this. And I'm like, no. In our industry, it works in the complete opposite, you know, because one, we want our, our neighborhood, our area, our community to be more of a destination spot. Mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to come and to say, I'm going to go to Chula Vista Brewery. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to three punk. Yeah. Yeah. My way. That's it. We want people to come down here on a weekend, on a weekday. And you know, you know what? I'm going to go to Barcy number. I'm going to go get a burger at uh, the tavern at the Vogue. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to go get a drink at ducks. 
fuck, tengo hambre. I'm gonna go get something at Baboa. You know, and then yeah. pretty much that turns into like a four or five hour event. Absolutely. You know, that's what we want. We want to, we, we're not a, like a flash in the pan type of um, business community. You know, mm-hmm. we want to be sustainable. We want to be pandemic proof. Mm-hmm. We want to be something that the community is willing to stand up and say, you know what? These guys have been here for us, rain or shine, fucking pandemic or not. We want to support them the way that they've been here to support us throughout everything. You guys coming down here adds to that. It's like a new layer, a fresh layer. You guys are bringing new feet to the block, new eyes, people that never been to Third Avenue. You know, maybe they've never been here. They don't know what breweries, what bars, what restaurants. You guys are bringing a whole new flock of people. Yeah. We want businesses like that. Mm-hmm. Small businesses, family owned businesses, people that, you know, like prioritize certain things in operating a business. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, no, we're we're excited. Third Avenue definitely was one of the options from the beginning. We landed in City Heights for a minute. <laughs> um, Usually, yeah. yeah, and then um, when Eddie found this spot on Third, he's like, "It's go, it's, it's go time." Yeah. <laughs> but then the pandemic happened, and then it wasn't. Go I mean, right by Three Punk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a busy block. Yeah. You know, I I feel like like you said, we're often overlooked in the South Bay. Mm-hmm. But oh man, any weekend here from Thursday to Sunday. Is bananas. And now Mondays and Tuesdays are bananas. You know? Wednesdays right now are the, the down day, which is weird because it used to be like a busy day. Mm. Monday is slammed, Tuesday is slammed, and then forget about it. As soon as you get to Thursday to Sunday, it's, it's busy. So you guys are going to love being down here. We're going to love having you guys down here because it's just, you know, it's, it's a new option for everybody on the block. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're stoked. We, I mean, I'm itching to get that place open. No, pues sí. No, pues sí. It's going to be called La Nacional. La Nacional, and we're going to have spirits. Mm-hmm. We're going to have beer. We're going to have food. Yep. All right. What kind of food are we going to have? Mexican. Mexican. Frijoles, man. Hell yeah, bro. All right. Well, I'm excited. Cantina, like old school cantina inspired. Well, don't tell me. When it's going to open, but when we're done, tell me when the fuck you think it's going to open because I can't wait for that. Yeah. <sighs> nice. Yeah, yeah we're, we're stoked. We're definitely excited. And, and now that things are starting to pick up again with um, like city permits and stuff like that, we're like, yes, let's do this. That's looking good. It's looking good. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> See? And all that pandemic proof. Made it. Yeah. yeah. Hard work. You don't just close your eyes and be like, it's like, it's like, it's like a vision board, you know, it's like, or something. It's like, you don't just don't make a vision board. You put it up and you look at it every day and like, nice, it's going to happen. Nah, yeah. you got to look at it and be like, today, what am I going to do to connect this one to that one? To How am I going to do this to that? Yeah. This is that. And eventually it's like, you know, eventually it's a game plan and eventually you just pull it off. Absolutely. Felicidades. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Let's talk about some ghost shit. Yeah. I want to know more about the, um, first off, I want to know if you believe in ghosts. A hundred percent. Hell yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> they are very much real. Man, you're leaving in the good, t- like in the good part. Go scare me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know what? Let, let's take a, a quick break so we can't go get a refill on yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then you can come back. Wash your hands. Beat you my nose. San For Chicanos, love the bridge from Logan Heights, right across to Coronado and San Diego. 
<laughs> Before you disappeared, we were going to get into the ghost talk. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot. As soon as I, I don't know, I was drinking some whiskey and then start talking to friends and family. Like for some reason, that's always a topic that's always arising. Like, oh, do you believe in this? Do you believe in that? And the only reason I bring it up is because I just, me leyeron las cartas. I had my cards read um, over the weekend. And it's it, it, it's a somebody that, that I know from the Elwood and she's kind of in tune with, with that sense. She told me, she's like, you know what? I kind of grew up with this and my mom has it too and family. And it's just something that, 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 that we uh, believe in. And I said, well, come to the brewery. Read that shit. I said, I got some things that go on in the brewery that I just kind of want you to like scope out and see if you, if you can pick up on it. And she was like, yeah, cool. No problem. You know? And she's like, I've been wanting to read you. I've been wanting to like do this. Cause I know you got a lot going on and you're always like in the, in a rush and la la la. So yeah, she sat down, sacó todas las cartas, bro, them down. She, she cleaned it first. Primero limpió todo. You know, she got the sage. She had some other things that she was burning. And I said, yeah, I've had somebody done it be- in here before. Somebody came in and they, they saged the room and they, they, they burned something else. I don't even know what it was. They put some crystals in there and they said, yeah. That's weed. It's weed. <laughs> um, and yeah, and, and everybody that comes in is like, I can't be here very long. Like the first person that we brought in here to clean, she's like, you know what? Something's going on in there. I'll come back another day and we'll do the cleaning. But there's a lot going on in your office and in that inner room. Because right here, man, before we painted it, there was like a door, a door outline. And it's like, where, where does it lead? You know, like there's, there's, there's nothing on the other side, but it's a door. And then on the floor here is like stairs that lead down. I said, we're already in the basement. Like, where the fuck are these stairs leading to? So everything just kind of got covered up and we moved on and whatever. Shit used to happen in here, you know, like when, when we first picked up the spot to build the brewery, I remember like coming in here and there was no lights down here. Like for, for those who have been down here, you can then like attest to what I'm saying. It's just like stairs that lead down. But before there was any light or anything, it was just stairs that led down and no había salida, no había luz, no había ventanas, no había nada. And I would hear whispers, you know, like I would open the door and, and I would hear, and I was like, what the fuck? And I would like close the door and I'd leave. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to come down here. You know, I wouldn't want to come down here. Like I, and it was weird before because we had to come down here because we built this bottom area. So we had to come down here at all hours of the day. And, and we would just kind of look and I would hear like fucking footsteps shuffling away and there's no way in, there's no way out. And it was just weird. So yeah, I mean, I knew coming in, I was like, oh, there's some shit, there's some shit that goes on. So we had somebody come in and she, did the cleaning and then she's like, you know what? There, there is a spirit down here, you know, and he's been here forever. He used to work here and he considers this his home. And, um, he doesn't, he's not a bad spirit. You know, he's just letting you know that this was once his. And I said, well, tell that homie that it's all good. I'm not here to like raise a ruckus on anything. We're just going to here to operate and do our stuff. And we're not here to intervene in his dailies, <laughs> you know? So yeah, so then I came, I, I told Kenya, I said, Hey, you know what? Do you mind? doing it down here like she's like yeah yeah i hear you talk about that spot so she came and she did it she lit the 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 sage she was doing all the things and reading my cards and i've had like told you guys i said i had my cards read about 10 years ago wifey and me um before we had kids and then you know i don't believe in a lot of things you know until it shit happens you know like i don't believe in things until i see it and manifest i can touch it you know it's like i believe in the sun because i see that shit there every day i feel it i feel the warmth that it provides it serves a purpose like when somebody tells me, oh, do you believe in God? And it's like, I believe in something. I believe there's something else, but yeah, I've never seen him. 
you know? I've never seen the things that he's done. And my mom was going to fucking hate me. Porque me bautizaron, me confirmaron, todo el pedo. Like, I went through all the, all the fucking Catholic, Mexican Catholic shit. But yeah, it's like, I, I believe in shit that I can touch and then if it's there. Yeah. So she was like, bro. She's like, I'll read your cards to you. And, and she told me everything. And it was pretty much the same thing that the last person who read it for us, like, more than 10 years ago told me. So it was very accurate. And uh, yeah, because the other person's like, you're going to have more than two kids. And this is what's going to happen. And you're not going to be in this industry very long. You're going to be doing something else that you've always wanted to do. And that's coming back and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I was in banking and finance or whatever. And yeah, I left like a year later and, you know, like got to work here. And she was like, you always wanted, you left something that you wanted to do and focus on that. You have a whole team behind you pushing you to do it. But she's like, there's a lot of people in here. And I was like, well, what? People. Yeah. She was like, there's a lot of people like in your office and then I can't focus and, and tell you like, there's like this, I think she said they're mischievous. You know, she's like, I'm trying to like a word will come up and somebody comes up and just wipes it clean and doesn't let me see it. Okay. She's like, yeah, they're like, they're just like little kids, you know, like little kid mentality rather, not little kids. Like she has little kid mentality. They're just being like little, little brats, you know, like uh -huh. it's like I see something manifesting and I want to see, I want to tell you, I hear it. The words are coming together, but somebody comes in and, and she was like, do you have somebody that's fast? I was like, fuck all my cousins. I said, all oh, my cousins were little assholes like that. You know, I love them, but they're all, I was a little cousin and they were always like ah, fucking with me, you know? Sure. And then I had a little cousin who was a bully. She was like, hey, fuck you, Stevie. And like, <laughs> she would bully me. So I was like, I told the wife, she's like, oh, I said, she's like, it's your cousins. I'm like, I know. So she, yeah, it was weird. Like it, it, it's weird to hear somebody like who doesn't know that part about you uh -huh. to kind of tap into it and tell you those things about you. And I was like, all right, uh -huh. one step closer to believing. And that's Wait. down in this room? Right here. So All of this. So your cousins passed away. I, my cousins have passed. So I've had a, I had a, a stretch of like three years, where like four cousins passed away. Jóvenes, mi edad, you know, like, um, my cousin Angel, my cousin Alfred, Alfie, my cousin Melissa, my cousin Martha. Like all of them, we all grew up together. We're all relatively the same age, plus five, minus on either side, you know. Mm -hmm. And it was weird, man. Like I've never experienced losing somebody that was my age. Until all of them, and there were just weird ways of passing, you know. And as kid, that's people like I look up to, and and you kind of mentor, and because you're your family, you know, who are your best friends when you're growing up? Your fucking cousins. That's all, you know. Especially as Mexicans, all we know is like our cousins. They're our best friends. Yeah, we're like guarded. We're like, who are you? When yeah. somebody else from the outside, like, I can't play with you, <laughs> you know. But you, with your cousins, like, well, well, you fucking yeah. love them, you hate them, you fight, you argue, you hug, you make up. Everything is awesome. Yeah. So for us, that was a horrible time in our life, you know. Yeah. Three of those cousins are the same family, you know, and it was a family of four, and it was bing, 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 so and we we're like, oh my god. And then my little cousin, and so it was just mayhem. So for her to like actually bring that up, I was like. I was like, damn, I never talk about that. I didn't believe about any in, uh, in, any of that right now. I want to talk to you guys about it, but I didn't believe it until like, like I would be riding and driving somewhere, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would be thinking of my youngest cousin, Melissa, like she was, she was, she was wild, bro. She was like me, like we were just like, ah, and she was like, but she was the female version, you know? <laughs> and, and, and she liked to like drink and have a good time with her friends and us as a family. And her favorite song was Tragos Amargo and Tragos Amargos. And, Anytime I would like recent from her passing, like I would just be driving and thinking about her and psh, that song would always pop up nice. and I would tell wife, I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, she's there. Nice, yeah. And then after a while, I'm like, yeah, she's there. And then when Kenya was like, like, they're always around you. Like these, the people that are here right now, these are the ones they are they're hype right now. 
Wow. Like they're proud of what you're doing. She was telling me like everything, they, they're like, they're pushing you. They're just excited to be around you. And it's like, you are on the path that you're supposed to be. Keep going, That's keep awesome. going. And I was like, and that How made me feel make, good. Say, and that made me feel good. good. I'm very, um, tengo mucho self-doubt. Mm. You know, I, I'm very like, like super like self-conscious of shit. I'm always held back by things, you know, and I'm, as I get older and I have kids, I want to let go of all that shit. I want my kids to fucking carry that baggage. Sure. I want my kids, like, if you want to do, and then we tell them, if there's something you want to do, do it. You know, like, you have mama, you have daddy. We're here to, to like, help you take it to the next sure. level. The same way my parents were for me to help me take it to the next level. So that's, like, the one thing I want to pass on to them. If that's something you want to do, fuck it, mijo. Do it. Let's do it. Yeah. How can we help you get there, you know? And that's what she was telling me. She's like, those people are there for you. And I was like, yeah, because anytime I'm in some beef or in some drama or something I feel is going to happen, like, there's always a hummingbird. Nice. And she's like, yeah, that's that's a family member. Yeah. And it's like, who is it? It's like, oh, it's my grandpa. Like, I, I, anytime like something happens, I always see like a hummingbird. And fortunately, nothing. I haven't seen a hummingbird in a while, which leads I'm kind of. I feel like I'm doing the right thing and I'm on the right path. Okay. What do you guys feel, Dag? Is that something that you guys have ever encountered? I mean, I think there's at least for me, there's like a lot of symbolism in my life, and that's what I go off of. You know, the hummingbirds are always unique. Um, the, the butterflies are unique. The owl for me is like really, really powerful because it reminds me of my nana um, from when I was a little kid. So, yeah, there's there's lots of things um, out there. And it's funny because, you know, like the the owls are like traditionally like a bad omen. But growing the up, white ones, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah growing yeah. up, my my nana was like, they're nocturnal, like they're going to be there to protect you when you're sleeping. And so for me, that's always been like and that's why I have the owl on my arm, you know, so. For me, the symbols have always been really important. And like I mentioned earlier to you, my Nana was all like really much into that. Um, like she never, she just was all like religion, like every world religion, like it was my Nana, you know? So she really went off that avenue and and she believed in like spirits and stuff. And she'd clean, you know, cleanse her house with the green spray. I'll never forget that the smell of the spray and stuff. What like spray that. was it? No sé. I don't know. Um and she just, she, for me, she was like a, like a little medicine woman. Too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's a little she just, soothsayer. She just knew, she knew. So, um, when she passed, we, I actually found like these tokens in her, in her room and stuff. And I took them to a, there's a place on Adams Avenue that tells you about that kind of stuff. Like not witchcraft, but kind of like crystals and yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that. Right. And they're like, oh, these are all protective charms. So I'm like, okay, cool. So my Nana was definitely into it, but she raised her family or my grandfather raised her fam their family, pretty religious, like Christian, um, not even Catholic, like just like apostolic Christian. Um, and don't show your wrinkles, Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> don't cut your hair, you know? Um, but my Nana was never like a part of that, which was really interesting. Like she kept her ground. Like, so, um, I thought that was always funny. And then like when my tias found them, they're like, Oh no, son cosas del diablo. No, like they said, these are protective charms. Like these are good. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, I totally believe that our ancestors are with us or, you know, people who, who are special to us. Like they're with us hundred percent of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so wait, I have a question. So those, those people, those spirits that she said are your cousins, they're around like you all the time. No, yeah. They're not in here in the brewery. Well, if I'm here, they're here. You know, yeah, she yeah. said that. Yeah, like follow you. Yeah, she says you have like a little, um, 
little click that's always hanging out with you. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, And you know what? The, the more the merrier, bro. If I, if I'll need any help I can get. You know, I'll take any help I can get. If you mentioned that there's like a guy in here. See, and that's what she said. The not this, not Kenya. The first person that we had come out here and then se echó una limpia aquí. And she's like, yeah, man, there's somebody down and he ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, he won't bother you. It's like, and she was like, I had to talk with him. Like we we were going back and forth and. He doesn't want to cause any negative, like any anything negative. He wants no harm. He's just letting you know that this was his home, mm-hmm. you know? And he understands that you have a purpose to do here too. And he won't get in the way of that. And I mean, I'm here a lot in this room. Like, and I'm here a lot alone in this room. And, and I've told people about like, yeah, and then they're like, I don't want to go down there. I don't want to go down there. <laughs> I mean, shit turns on and shit turns off, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I put something over there in the corner and then I come back in and it's on this corner. And I know nobody else comes in here because it's just myself and Kevin and my mom has a key. And then I look at the cameras. If something moves, I'm like, fuck, nobody came in here. I'm like, that's weird. Like, why would that happen? And, you know, I come in, I make sure that everything's off. I come in and everything's on. And I'm like, hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I mean- if that if that's the extent of shit down here, cool. You yeah, know, absolutely. enjoy yourself. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. do do your thing, homie. Whatever. But because we, it's my office. You know, this, this is where we just hang out and, and and we game plan. We have our meetings, like our, our monthly sales meetings, and we do this. And nobody else has like seen or felt anything. But there's something down here. You you come down here like before, and it felt heavy. It felt like. <sighs> You know, it just felt like something was like weighing on you. And now I feel like, yeah, it's cool. I feel I like it. It's a positive energy. It's a positive vibe. Yeah. And it's like, I, and then at that, I still don't believe in it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. We're Mexicans. I feel like we come with all of that stuff. I'm surprised <laughs> you don't have like candles. Oh, candle it's right, right here. Right okay, now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it's on this, my mom's like, okay, tenemos este santo y lo que el otro santo y lo el padre nos los bendigo. And I was like, I could we'll just... We'll yeah. put it out here on the shelf. You'll see it right now. Yeah. Um, but don't try to deflect on me, Eddie. What about with you? What about me? What kind of experiences have you had or what do you believe in or do you believe in it? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I, I believe in it. I I don't know exactly what I believe. Like, I don't, I don't think I... It's kind of like you said, like as far as the whole religion thing. Eh. Yeah, you know, like... He was whatever. an altar boy. Were you really? Yeah. Yeah. fue tu experiencia de altar boy? It's fine. Whatever's. Yeah. Here locally or where? Uh, unfortunately or fortunately, I guess I should say, not not too many interesting stories to tell. I know. What do you yeah. mean, unfortunately, guy? What, you, what the fuck were you looking for? Uh, yeah. No, but but as far as the spirits and things, yeah, I I believe that. Um, we had some experiences at my house, like where I grew up, and. Uh, kind of weird coming to find out like my my sister lives there now and she said um they had the house cleansed and because there was some kind of dark energy bad something bad was in there or someone or some something estilo amityville horror house or what i don't know i don't think it's like gonna stab you in your sleep or anything like like that but it can definitely like you said like weigh you down yeah. and i think that can change your mindset and put you in a dark place and i definitely experienced that living there did you really yeah uh, before you were married or yeah yeah way before um but there was I'm also <laughs> i was just trying to put a timeline on things Joan. <laughs> jesus christ you led me to her <laughs> um she said there was another one in there, which I, I can relate to this. Like 
I think it was an old woman who died in the house uh-huh. back in the seventies or eighties before we lived there. Um, who was it? The owner of the house at that time. And she said the person who went to do the cleanse had to expel everything. Multiple. Like, like Multiple. to clear it out. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But the one that she said Se quedó un vato. felt bad about, no, was, was that old lady. Because she was just there. She was protecting, protecting And she was lost. There. Like she, she got lost in, in between worlds, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever you believe in. And that she was trying to like help the house. But she also that she was the the hardest one to get to, to get rid of because it was like like I like this is where I live yeah you know and I'm like oh that's a lot we're parents now <laughs> you know we're we're yeah. parents now we're older obviously you know mortality is, is is something that we all have to come face to face with and for me it was like okay yeah fuck I'm gonna die whatever you know like I'm gonna do my thing but then I got kid I got married then I had kids and now I'm like I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid of my own shadow. Like, I just want to make sure that, you know, like I'm doing the right thing. I don't want to like, I don't want to do people dirty. I'm just like, all right, cool. Just Because I, I, it all comes to an end. Sure. You know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck. It's going to be weird to when you finally like cross that bridge, you know, when, when you, you pass and then it's like, oh, fuck, now what? Like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Yeah. Coco does that shit to me. <laughs> like, I, I fucking watched Coco and I like, I, I fell to pieces at the end. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then we watched what? It's all these pinchy like Disney and Pixar movies now that we have kids. Yeah, I watched I watched Soul and I was like, oh my God. I was like, what? It's otro pedo. Oh man. Algo bonito. Being beer beer owners, bar beer bar owners, you taste a lot of beer. Famous brewery. What's your brewery that your guys go to brewery? Like if you have like Sabes que we have a night out. Benito, my mom is taking care of Benito. Let's Let's go get a beer. What is the perfect San Diego date for you guys? Food, beer, event, whatever. Damn, that's a hard one. I haven't even thought of that in so long. In so long that I'm one, like, you're a oh, dad shit, now. I Two, because of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you yeah. looking forward to now that we're slowly reaching a normalcy in life again? What is it that you're looking for? I I can't wait to go here and have this. I can't wait to go there and have that. I honestly just can't wait to go places and not have to buy food. Like, just to be totally honest, I'm like, ah, oh, if we do like uh, a pub crawl in um, in North Park. Vamos a tragar esto. Lo- like, I have to buy food here and I have to buy food there and everybody has their own rules and you're just like, sabes que mejor a la casa. Like, vamos a la casa and have beer at home. Ain't no rules there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think. Um, My rule. Hey, hey, I want to give a little plug to Pizza Port Ocean Beach. They're yeah, like. yeah. 100% have been our friends for, for a number of years now. You can't go wrong with their pizza and wings. And it's a their great bike ride from here to there. Amazing. Yeah. So, you know, and they brewed our sixth. Well, they've been brewing our last few years, but they brewed our sixth year, our sixth anniversary beer too. So a ditty over there. He's badass. Good people over there. Awesome people. Never had an issue. Everything is a great experience. Mm-hmm. I can take the kids. They love the fucking pizza mm-hmm. over there. Exactly. They love the the little the knots, the garlic knots. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, wifey, and she loves the uh, that salad. What is it? artichoke salad? Artich- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves that. So I mean, it's like it is really good. Yeah, and it's fun. It's like it, it's like when we leave the South Bay, you know, we want it to be worth something. So when we go, it's like we go to OB and we'll have you know pizza port, and we walk to the pier, we will walk to the beach. And for the kids, it's like, oh, where are we? You know, and it's like, cool, nice. Yeah, no, that's a sure. good pool. That's a good I one. Think, I think yeah. that's definitely our our go to. Qué bueno. They love Benito. They love to see Benito. So it's like, 
it's like, cool. Let's go with our stroller. Yeah. <laughs> you know so what? Cool. And you know, now that you're parents, you got to, you kind of have to like go to places that are kid friendly. And those dudes are totally kid friendly. Shit. They even have those little video games and everything on the side. And that's where the boys like going. Yeah. They get like a dollar and change. Like, yep. Let mom and dad eat, have, have a beer and relax, you know? Yeah. That's like our, I think our top spot. I'm excited to go Potter games. I'm excited to go out and just hang out and go and watch a Potter game. Thinking about that, now that they said they're going to reopen Seaway, and they're like opening. Yeah, amusement parks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, let's go to a Potter game. Like, a, we don't usually like that's not our thing, really. Uh-huh. Like, we will go like maybe we once a year. Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once I feel like a San Diego. Everybody yeah. goes to at least one game, yeah. and then you get weirdos like me. I fucking go to every oh, game, bro. Yeah. yeah. And then and, and the kiddos like it. Wifey likes it. It becomes an, like an experience. And then, then it turned into a date. Yeah. You know, we would go get some food before typical San Diego show up like in third and fourth inning, yep. you know, and be like, ah, fuck <laughs> it. We'll see you a couple of innings. Yeah. Vamonos, vamonos. And then we go somewhere. I'll get a drink and come home. Yeah. Before we lose. Yeah. It's a new era, Capitan. It's a new era, Capitan. Watch yourself. It's a new- oh, I was going to talk to you. You're, 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 uh, the, some of the coffee cups or was it the, um, the glassware where Chicle uh, played a role in it? Was it the coffee? Yeah. yeah, so, coffee, yeah. so Chicle did our, our four year anniversary merch way back when. Way back two years. <laughs> I know, like way back when. Um, and then he, you know, he he heard about our coffee shop venture, and he was like, "Yo, here's a little gift for me." I'm like, "Dude, that's badass! Thank you." So we're hoping to get that on some merch soon. He's a cool dude. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. So I'm happy our paths cross, and now we're like homies and shit. You know, good people, good good people. He's got some scary stories we were talking about. Huh? Wasn't he your student? Chicle, my student. Or Dan, student? No, fool. Chicle's older than all of you. Cool. Chicle's my age. No yeah, yeah, we're both no, forty-one. I used to work with him, and then they. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought he was a student of no hers. PRC. You know, with the whole project. Re- project Real Collective. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But no. before that. No. No, se vuelta ruco don. No más te acercas y se se vuelta ruco. So yeah, no, he's good people, and it's awesome working with uh, a lot of local artists. And, I think that's something we all excel in in the South Bay. We know how to collaborate. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we know how to collaborate with, with one another to kind of like, uno nos empujamos al otro. You know, it's like, you know what? I, I yeah. Like, I have this business. If you help me with this, bro, it's going to get your name out there. And in turn, you can help me with it. And I feel like that's something that I really wanted to work on this, this whole shutdown shit. And it's like, what can I do? Like, who can I reach out with? Who, can, who are the people that I need to work with? You know, I want to grow this brand, but I want to grow it the right way. I don't want to just throw my name on this, throw my name on that. And you know what? I, I coincidentally, Chicle and I crossed paths, started chatting it up, and then turned out that we were in quinceañeras together. Oh, funny! Yeah, it turned out that we used to play <laughs> soccer against each other when we were little. You know, and and it just, and then it just all oh, just happened. It just all just fucking happened. And now we're really good homies. We started a nonprofit together. Like, like we are like, you know, it's like we're calzón, bro. We're, we're good friends, you know. And then we we're just waiting. <laughs> we're just waiting. We're just waiting for uh, as soon as your son gets older, you'll understand that reference just a little bit more, <laughs> just a little bit more, you know. And then now it's like as soon as the pandemic is done, it's like we can't wait to. Like unite our tribes, you know, like because wifey, yeah, yeah. our our wifeys get along, you know. It's like, and our wifeys get along. We're like, all right, cool. This is just like an added layer, a added bonus. Mm-hmm. So I'm just excited for the friendships that I've developed over the last year, and and the directions that we're all going, business and collect. It's a good time. Right. I feel I feel guilty sometimes saying how 
excited I am to come out of the pandemic with a better like perspective on shit. Yeah. I just feel more appreciative of everything around me. Yeah. You know? But that's good. I mean, what what it's like what are you going to do? Like let it drag you down? I mean, I know motherfuckers who did. And I'm like, "Bro, that's not the way to do it." I mean, one, we don't know when this is going to end. And two, what are you going to gain? What are you going to gain with beating yourself up and just always looking at the the dark side of life? Like, no, no tiene caso, bro. Just yeah. like, we're all going through this. Not yeah. one motherfucker it was dealt a different hand. We all shut down. We all had to adjust our way of living. We all, we all lost things. We all lost certain privileges, freedoms. Some people lost family, yeah. you know, businesses. Like, this is not the time to be, woe is me. Yeah. This is the time to be, whoa. This is me. Like, yeah. I, this is my family. This is my people. These are who I want. I wanted to, I want, I told wife, it's like, I want to grow my relationships. You know, the right ones, I want to grow them. You know, the, the, the people who are around me, I want to appreciate them and show them how much I appreciate them. My family, I want to make sure we're always there. So now it's like, I've, that cup of water, that cup, the glass, I want to make sure I dump out the shit that I don't need and just fill it with more family time. Absolutely. No, for sure. I, I, I know that we, we've talked about that too. And it's crazy. Like even with the pandemic, you know, it closed down the borders for this. For so, like Mudo, the guy who's I saw that. Up, like he's like can't cross, you know, to Machete. So Machete comes to me, and it's just like you start to learn to value. Like he didn't even know our baby, and he was already like in love with him. You know what I mean? So it's like you just learn to value those relationships, and and you get to see like, damn, like this is a world we could be living in, but how can we make it better? You yeah. Know what I mean? So yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you, hundred percent. I feel like a hippie now. I feel like everything for me, like, oh my God. Ah. It's like, I don't care. No problems. Everything's fine. Oh, we need this one. Out. We'll fucking figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's not going to fucking kill us. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Vaccines. You guys in or out? I'm out. I'm, I'm just not a fan of vaccines in general. Like, I don't, uh, I've never liked vaccines. Like, I got my first flu vaccine this hmm? year. Because of Rayito or what? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> shit you weren't a fan of before, let me tell you. He's yeah. not going to have a It's not an option anymore. <laughs> Pinchy anti-vaxxer vas a ver cabrón vas a salir picoteado del brazo our kid has all his vaccines by the way we are not anti-vaxxers I want to make that very clear okay? huh? no. don't make, make people question it <laughs> you're like I don't want to show my hand yet <laughs> yeah no um no le quieres decir yeah I fucking made our appointment I'm going on Friday fuck it bro you know my parents both got both of their shots. Yeah. My abuelita got both of her shots. For me, that's all I cared about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So long as my abuelita, she's 93, bro. You know, she, there's a lot of history there. I want to sit down with her and just get like a little recorder and be like. You better before it's too late. Cante, my abuelita. Please. You know what? Yesterday we were at my mama's house. We went to my mom's house. We went to my mom's house at 10 because the kids spent the night. And Crystal and I, like when they spend the night, we get up early. We're like, okay, we got to go here. We got to go there. Da, 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 like do our mandalitos. Mm-hmm. Went to the store and my mom's like, hey, I got to go um, to Costco. What in Capel? All right, we'll go get the kids. So we show up at 10 and then my sister shows up with her kid and then the kids all start hanging out and then the wine comes out and then the whiskey comes out. Motherfucker, we didn't leave that house till 7 p.m. We had breakfast, lunch, and dinner there in the same little table just hanging out shooting the shit. That's awesome. That is so awesome. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want for my kids. That's what I want for me. That's what I want for my wife. That's what I want for all our families. Everyone's getting along. Yeah. So the vaccine for them to get that, I was like, good. Yeah. Yeah. Men, menos pedo. Obviously, something could still go wrong, but that's one thing I don't have to worry about. Yeah. You know, my abuelita holding my 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 newborn nephew. Like I was like, oh. like in the <laughs> sounds shitty, but in, in in my heart, in the back of my head, I was like, I just want my abuelita to hold my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have a picture of my abuelita holding my kids. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You know, and I went, 
check the box all three. So now I'm like, I feel like, okay, cool. Now I want my kids to develop a relationship. For sure. And my, my abuelita lives with my parents right now because she lives in Tijuana, but we don't want her to stay down there. She, she broke her hip last yeah. year before the pandemic. That was another pedo. Like she broke her hip before the pandemic and they put her in like a, uh, what are those homes called? Like a nursing home to uh-huh. supervision. Yeah. Yeah. And woo, they pulled her out right before they shut all That's those down true. and they get, yeah. So it's like, now it's like, she's at home. They're always there. My kids come over and they, and they say, abuelita, I love you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. Perfect. So I, cool. I feel like, I feel at ease. Yeah. I feel calm that my children know who raised me. Yeah. You know, like my abuelita played a big hand in raising me. Yeah. So now my sister had her son and he's been held and, 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 and it just, it was just beautiful. That's you know, cool. I, I sound lame and I sound weenie yeah, like, no, but I'm like, it just, it's just beautiful yesterday. We got drunk. We had a nice <laughs> little carne asada and everything. And we just, we just all hung out, drank and, and took pictures and hugs and, ah, uh, you know, rejoice. One, my grandma got her vaccines. Good. You know, so that's why for me, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm an idiot. You know, like I, the one thing I stopped, I stopped doing jujitsu. I stopped doing a lot of shit just because my sister was pregnant. My parents are older and my abuelita's una ruquita. Ya ta, ya ta yeah, mi abuelita. Yeah, so I was like, sure. all right, I don't want to be greedy and selfish. I, I get away with a lot of dumb shit. This is not the time to do that. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, everybody in our immediate circle has already been vaccinated. We're the last two standing. She's rebelde. So, well, so oh. Eddie's going to get his. Eddie, yeah, casi. At least on my side of the family, everybody. So Eddie's uh, Eddie's going to be getting vaccinated. I'm going to hold off a little bit just because of fertility and research and stuff like that. Hasn't so the family wants to grow more. Well, ideally, I mean, we have another embryo in a in a frozen storage bank. So I, I just want to make sure that it doesn't fuck with my already. It has been exciting <laughs> to watch your 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 progress of all that. So yeah, you know, I feel like a lot of people. Um, Take for granted the 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 experience they have when starting to create a family. Yeah. You know, not everybody has the same story. You know, not everybody. And I'm not here to speak for anybody or, or anyone that I know. But it's just, it was awesome to see your fucking progression yeah. from year to year, mm. from month to month, and then it was like, it's like, like it all happened. Like that, that was awesome, and yeah. that's very that's very cool that you let everybody in. You know, yeah. to to kind of witness. And only positive things can happen from that because guess what? This is all on social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Benito's going to get older mm-hmm. and he's going to have the opportunity to look back and be like, oh, wow. Like, like this was <laughs> this was all for me. Yeah, you know, like yeah. this, this was all for me. How yeah. weird do you think that must be? Like, can you imagine like our kids, like when they're growing up Mm-mm. and they look back and look at all the shit we went through and all everything we, I mean. I like yeah, it. Essentially, they're. That's that's mind blowing. Like, because that's, that's why I want to take step into my dad's yeah. mind and memory. Isn't that awesome though? Because that's cool. that's why I want to sit down with my abuelita and do that, yeah. like, and, and talk to her. Yeah, yeah. Our as kids are can. spoiled that they have social media to look back on and be like, yeah. oh. A big reason I started doing this dumb shit with the podcast is so like I could have like a, a little like a little journal, a little audio journal. So the kids can be like, oh, that's what dad was about. Oh, pinche jefe from payaso. Oh, my daddy was a fucking clown. Always busting balls. Always talking shit. Oh, I feel like if my kids look at, like, take a seat and listen to all of the episodes we've done, like, after I'm dead, whenever that happens, and they can sit down and listen and be like, I feel like they'll get to know me more listening to this Absolutely. than one-on-one conversations that I'm going to have with yeah. them. You know, they're going to be like, oh, it's a pinche jefito. Yeah. Oh, he's funny. Oh, he's a dickhead. Oh, he did this. Oh, he drank a lot or whatever. You know, like I'm excited for that yeah. to document as as much as it is annoying. I'm sure to people who look on the outside. Oh yeah. Because I was once upon a time not a dad. 
And I would look at videos like, all right, you know, with your fucking kid already on Instagram. I all right, I that. get it, you know? I'm like, I'm, I can imagine people like, yeah, can I get that? Like, yeah. I'm like, whatever. It's called unfollow. <laughs> it's <laughs> called unfollow. Like, Click like, it. Whatever. And then I'm like, this is like my whole social media is now all I, of my I baby. Follow her. I mean, yeah, I unfollowed her. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker, I don't know how you're getting home. <laughs> she can unfollow your ass home. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But. Definitely, Eddie will get his vaccine very soon. Uh, We're going to end it with that, bro. Yeah? yeah, We're going on Friday. We're going on Friday to get our vaccines. It's going to be myself and uh, even Kevin. Kevin was telling me, because ever since I made it available to everybody like yeah. in this industry, mm-hmm. um, wifey's worked here, so she's on payroll. She's going to go. My brother-in-law, he's on payroll. He's going to go. My sister, she's on payroll. I said, all right, cool. You know what? Everybody. Let's get you guys your paycheck or a pay stub so you can take it in on Friday. We're getting the Johnson and Johnson one. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what is that? Eighty-five percent, and it's oh one God. shot as opposed to two. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know what? Friday, we'll go do that. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, one thing we gotta. If if this one thing bridges the gap to somewhat getting back to normal, I'm Let's all for it. it. Yeah. I'm all fucking for it. No, I'm. I'm with it's you. It's been a long year. <laughs> it's been a fucking long year of like, no, no, can't, yeah. no, sorry, and eh, sure. eh, eh. Yeah. So like, if this helps us get to the next level of normalcy. Fuck it, I'm in. Right there with you, for sure. So Eddie's getting his vaccine. Boom. Guys, thank you very much <laughs> for coming in. It was well worth the wait. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the invitation, sorry. Cuando quieran ustedes. I just want, I, I, yeah, we talked about it. I wanted, I wanted to get you in before your anniversary. I wanted to get you in before anything, but así es la vida. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can only plan to, to make it work and then it falls apart and then we plan again. But I'm happy you guys came in. I'm happy your life is amazing right now. I'm happy you guys are grinding towards goals. I'm happy you're thinking of growing your family. I'm happy to know you. I'm happy we're going to be neighbors. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. That is a wrap for this episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at emobrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon Club. Join in the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Hop on in there. Join. Submit. Follow. Follow the pelo. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. See you